Whose pile is that? I think I know. Just shooting the shit with the bros. Come and join along. Don't forget to load your bong. It's quality piles. We can never be wrong. Hello and uh, welcome back to the cast. We got an uh, interesting one uh, tonight. Uh, actually, Big D is going to be uh, leading the way on this one here. Uh, Big D, what do we got? Yeah, so this is something that I just I saw on Twitter uh, late one night, and by the morning it seemed to have been resolved uh, as things happened quickly in uh, Hollywood land there. So uh, for anyone who's a big uh, Mandalorian fan or has been following any of that new series, that uh, Disney's been doing new Star Wars series. Uh, Gina Carano, who was a UFC fighter originally, uh, has been on there as a series regular. And from, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but from the storyline and everything, it seemed like she probably was going to be hanging around and you'd be seeing more of her in the future. But uh, not anymore. She made a tweet um, talking about something about Nazi Germany. It was basically likening... <laughs> yeah. She was likening, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have the tweet here. I'm trying to remember exactly what it's about. It was like a week ago. Um, but did they have it on the actual page here? Sorry, folks, for those uh, at home, we have a, a screen here. But basically, um, she made a comment about. I'm sorry for our. <laughs> yeah. Our, our yeah, yeah. Just having a Google Nazi tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here it is. This oh, is the actual is, yeah. tweet here. So uh, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors even by children because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that they get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews. Uh, the government f first made their neighborhoods, uh, their own neighborhoods simply hate being Jews. Uh, how is it different than hating someone for the political views? So basically, yeah, now, now I remember what she, so basically she was just saying, um, you know, there's this crazy divide between left and right. People are fucking disowning family members and friends uh, over, you know, who they voted for or which way they lean. And uh, she, she likened it to Nazis, though. I think that's probably where it went over the line for a lot of people. And most likely that's kind of where it went for Disney as well, too. So um, although I don't think she's wrong about, you know, this crazy divide between people. And it's insane to me to see people like, you know, deleting their family members off Facebook or not talking to people um, because of how they vote. I don't think in Canada we see it that much. At least I don't. But uh, I know in the States it for sure happens. There's people who just will not talk to friends and family uh, because they voted for Trump or whatever. So I think that point is not wrong, but I think she just kind of likened it uh, to the wrong uh, situation here. Well, it's very different. Like, I don't think they're gang. Again, I'm not in the U.S., but I don't think there are gangs of people going up around like, oh, you voted for Biden? Go fuck, whoop your ass, drag you out of your house in front of your family, and beat you up with their kids. Like that, very, very different between what's happening. Well, it's just that ability to take in all these opinions from all these people all in one go. I think it warps your, warps people's reality of what's actually happening. Like, like, like generally speaking, when it comes to all this like left versus right politics stuff, like the average person doesn't give a shit. Like. Like, eight out of ten people don't give a shit. Like, they're just totally neutral. Like, okay, I read it a little bit, but yeah, not really, don't care. And, uh, and you know, when you go and you read all these uh, political articles, you're just, you're focused in on that 20% that does read. And so you, you, you get blasted with all these different opinions that aren't really representative of the population. So as a result of that, you, you know, put, you, you, you kind of paint uh, everybody with a broad brush, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's the uh, oh, what do you what do you call it? Like, uh, what do we call it? where uh, 
it's not a sounding board or is it a sounding board where you're, you're just constantly hearing the same thing over the and echo over chamber again. echo chamber there echo. you go yeah yeah like that's that's what it looks like she's in like you can see some of these tweets that she's going on like who cares like you know what you're doing for a living right like you're trying to become a famous actress and you are a famous actress or were someone who's going to make a lot of money by performing in star wars like you got it made like just cash that check nope you have to have an opinion on the election because it's your right well you have to have you have to have what's perceived to be the wrong opinion though right to play devil's advocate if she was going hard about how evil the right is and uh go go left i don't think that anyone would be saying anything right now uh, I don't know about the Nazi thing either way. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I think that, I think that's obviously what took it over the line, especially for a company like Disney, um, that you know has had a, a storied past in, in uh, uh, like racism and things like that. When people really go deep into their archives, but uh, you know, Disney doesn't fuck around. They're running a huge section of media, so she really burned herself because it's not just like, oh no, I'm off this one show from this one studio. Like the landscape we live in now, as far as media production is really run by a, a few big players and that's it like three or four like not not even like in the 90s there was like 10 or 12 right but now there's with so many amalgamations and companies buying each other and streaming services owning rights to things and all this stuff like she might have just blackballed herself from nearly everything um i did see something about she got hired i don't remember who it was she did get a new job somewhere oh something with ben shapiro so yeah i mean it's not going to be Disney level for at all. Right. So that's, that's now what she's going to be having to do is some little, you know, low budget shit and maybe she'll squeak by and make a living, but I don't think she's going to make whatever she was getting paid. I can't imagine that, you know, even someone like her who was, you know, on a few episodes a year of that show was, you know, she was probably still making bank. Nobody's, I don't think anyone's going broke if they're working on a star Wars movie or TV show. Yeah. No kidding. But I mean, like, Hey, it can't be a hundred percent. Like, her fault, like you're saying she was a UFC fighter, you know, professionally getting kicked in the head. Uh, who knows, man? Like, there's a lot of consequences for that many concussions. <laughs> I don't know. I do I do like this uh, quote that uh, she made. She's quoting this author, T.B. Labarge or Laberger or something. Uh, but it says, if you are silent about your beliefs because you are worried someone will be offended, then your beliefs are not that important to you, but rather what people think about you is... Which is fair. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd rather have, I'd rather somebody. Well, then again, I think I. There's not a whole lot of people out there who would say I'd rather she come out and say something like this than sure you could light her up or something like that. Or you could reply and, and argue with her, but I'd rather she go out and say it than not say it. Look at what she does for a living, though. Like the the whole media game or whatever is trying to offend as few people as possible. Like if you've ever. Like we've all seen the new like blockbuster movies like they have anything and everything you could possibly imagine like we need to cover every single <laughs> oh, demographic yeah, so that's bad. out there like you know female I mean? like, ghostbusters flop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. like it it's it, they're going too hard like you, you should know better or like have a management team or a publicist team coaching you better you know what i mean mm-hmm. like who's looking out for this paycheck just to touch on this whole like woke culture that obviously this is the we're in the woke revolution right now. Right. Like uh, that's clearly what's happening here. Um, but I know lots of women, you know, people of color, uh, 
gays, lesbians who are friends of mine and who fucking hate that, that this shit is being forced down. Like they don't want to be thrown in, you know, forcefully into everything. Right. A lot of the, like that's the thing is they think that, that they're, um, you know, representing these folks and that representation is important and everything, which, you know, it is. Um, but like there's tons of roles and, and stories out there that are, just more genuine, you know, that you can do this with. And when they just start jamming things in places, uh, even people that are in those groups that they're trying to please are saying like, no, fuck, like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, I heard a story about like, they're going to make Spider-Man gay suddenly or something. Like, it's just, it's so random. Like, it's not that I have a problem with it. Like, it's just that, like, why? It's, it's never been part of the story. It doesn't make any sense. You're just changing it now. It's not organic, right? Yeah, it's like uh, like organic. A good example would be like Shit's Creek, right? If you guys watch that, that's a good example of of you know like uh, yeah, exactly. It's funny because it's genuine. It's not just cramming it in, cramming it in there. So hopefully you'll get an article on CNN talking about it or some shit, right? It's it's I don't know. It's but genuine. Bottom line, exactly. But I don't know. That I guess that's where where we are. I don't know who gets offended by saying like, hey guys what's up guys you know you know what i mean like you know you can't like i know well, not people. not corano she she goes by beep boop or boop or beep bop or boop no way no way so that was added to her twitter profile <laughs> she added her pronouns of beep bop or boop holy shit that's actually pretty funny oh man um. <laughs> oh my god so she was, you know, like, she, yeah, I agree that she should just be able to say whatever she wants and free speech and all that. But like, you know, I hope she wasn't surprised when she woke up and didn't have a job because, you know, at the end of the day, like it's life is a game, man. We're all playing it and you got to be smart. Like, you know, what do you value? Do you value your ability to speak your mind and say your truth or whatever she was saying? Uh, or do you value your fucking paycheck? And like, sorry, like fucking i would much rather continuously be getting that disney check personally and uh, i'll keep my thoughts to myself right or start a podcast anonymously whatever right so there's lots of ways to do it <laughs> but oh man like we all i'm sure want to say different things at work everybody does like in work in anything but i mean you censor yourself like social media is not this uncensored place like it's it's not like you can only really be uncensored around your close friends your friends and family for the most part i don't know and only some of them really now right like because people are so polarized about some of this stuff and you know what people don't realize and i you know i've been part of the whole argument of how much control big tech has is insane and i i i've said that a bunch of times but however i do understand they're running a company over there and you know they are liable for what's going on on their platform so you know, if I conspire to murder people or, or do something awful on your on, my, on their platform and, you know, something in the real world occurs because of it, then what's the media going to say about them? Well, fucking Twitter did nothing about this, blah, 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 right? So, like, they don't really have a choice. Like, I get it, you know? Like, I hate it in some regards, but I understand it as, as you know, working in the business world. Like, I, I totally get it. Like, they can't just say, hey, do whatever the fuck you want on our platform and you know, hopefully nothing goes wrong. Like, cause that's really fucking dangerous precedent to set if they do that. Yeah. Well, isn't that what they were going for, uh, before? Like they, they are the free platform. You could say whatever you want there. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to moderate it. 
but then it's they really got, realize, hey. like, oh shit, you got it. Yeah. You, oh, turns out we got to moderate stuff. And oh, we got to start deleting videos. Oh, we saw like YouTube a couple of years ago, demonetize all these things all the time because all the advertisers were leaving. Yeah. I don't even remember what that controversy was about, but. That's key though, right? Advertisers. Once Twitter started having ads, just like YouTube and all these other platforms, now they're liable to these companies' image, right? Like if I'm Gillette Razors, I don't want my fucking ad playing beside her tweet about Nazi Germany. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I I get it, right? I haven't been on Twitter years. Like they're they're ads now? Like I thought it was no, there's ads interspersed with the tweets. So like every five tweets or something, there'll be an ad tweet, right? And I think they have algorithms that try to make it relatable to what you're looking at, right? So if you're looking at fucking snowblowers, you'll probably see an ad for Canadian Tire or whatever, or Home Depot or something. So, you know, whatever the ad might be, maybe it's a, maybe she's flagged on their back end as, you know, Disney. So maybe they're, they're playing like a new Disney ad, you know, after her tweet on your feed, right? And like that looks fucking shitty on them or whatever, right? Like who knows? Or UFC, you know, like I don't, who knows how, how that algorithm works and what it's using to relate things to. But like, you know, I don't think Dana White wants it, wants people to be scrolling Twitter and see like, oh yeah, you know, Conor McGregor's on his yacht. Gina Carano's talking about the Jews. The next tweet is like, yeah, UFC 259 coming up or whatever. Like, so I, I get it, right? Like it's, it totally makes sense. Like it, it sucks in some regard because I, I like just hearing people's like unfiltered fucking thoughts. But like, I, I totally understand from a business standpoint and the bigger they've gotten, the more they've had to, you know, uh, tighten the belt on that stuff. Well, no one, no one's above it right now. Like not even, not even the big man, not even the big old Trump. Like that was some big news that uh, happened in the last week there. Like, I don't know if you got it there. Oh yeah, there oh, it is. A clip. Yeah, let me, uh, let me get an article here. Yeah. So Trump's second impeachment uh, failed. Obviously, it failed. Like it was just the publicity stunt. So they're saying, oh no, it's great. He can run again in 2024. He's not going to. He's going to be like, I don't know what, 82, 83. I have no idea how old he is. Like somewhere around yeah. that age. And it's like he's already done it, right? There's no point in going back yeah. and doing that again. He's got to move on to the next thing. Like especially a guy like him who's like always pushing for more. Like he's not gonna backtrack. Like I, I'm just waiting for the day when he announces he's gonna start like uh, the Dawn News Network type thing, right? Like he's gonna, he's gonna do something like that. Especially uh, since he can, he could take down Fox. Basically, he could take all their their viewers if he wanted. All he needs is a cable channel, and away he goes. Yeah, they're his viewers, right? Like a huge part of their audience is Trump supporters, and um, yeah, I think him running again. I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. I can see him maybe even just kind of teasing it out there and then you know like i think we talked about it in the past like who knows maybe one of his kids steps up or something right like uh i think we might see some more of the trump family i just don't think it's going to be him and you know i remember reading reports uh before coronavirus before the shit fucking hit the fan back when the world was a little bit more normal uh you know about trump and him just being like this bored man who just hates his job going into work every day like he didn't like being president when when exciting shit wasn't happening he didn't like it right like he likes to be out there he wants to have press conferences he wants to have shit to say but like when it's just like policy and just everyday stuff and there's and there's nothing you know crazy happening he's fucking bored he just wants to be entertained he likes i i don't blame him the crazy shit that was going on for the last little while it was fucking wild being in his position and just being to go out there and shoot your mouth off about whatever the fuck remember we used to we used to sync up and watch that and just and just text about it, like how fucking hilarious the shit he was saying was yeah it was like, so good 
Yeah, you just go off on reporters at the end, just go full rogue, and oh my god, so good. But like, he loves that shit. He loves talking shit and stuff, right? But when it came to doing the actual job, apparently like he fucking wasn't happy at all, and I don't blame him. It's a fucking desk job for most of the time. Like, yeah, and you, and you just solve. You're putting out all these fires, like it, it's stupid fires, all kinds of bullshit that you. Like, nobody wants to deal with that crap unless you're, like, Joe Biden or something where it's, you know, probably a little bit more his speed. I don't even know what I'm signing here. I don't even know what I'm signing. Oh, fuck. Like, if that video is a real video of him, like, saying that and signing it, like, why would you say that, man, in a room full of cameras? Well, the guy's a dumb, like, the guy's such a dummy. Like, even uh, uh, Obama said, like, I think it was, like, I don't know, 2012 or something. He's like, uh, you don't put it past Joe to fuck things up or something. Like, he was on on the record saying that the guy's a goof. The guy's a complete goof. Like, Barack didn't even have his back until it was, like, until it was looking like old Donnie Boy was going to win again. Then he stepped up and went out and hit the trail for him. But, yeah, if you've seen, like, uh, like I said, I don't want to take sides here, really, but... Some of the videos and shit I've seen, like on inauguration day, he's walking into the Capitol or whatever it is, and he looks at the Marines and says out loud, salute the Marines, and walks past them. He doesn't salute them. Yeah. He says it. He has an earpiece on, and he's obviously being fed like instructions. for. And I'm sure that they, I'd imagine they do that for almost anyone that day because there's so much to remember. Um, so I'm not going to say, oh, it's because he's old and fucked. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone, you know, <laughs> on that day being president, you probably do have someone in your ear saying, okay, next we're going here. Then you need to go to this location. Then we're doing. So I'm sure that everyone gets that. But it's just so funny that he interpreted salute the Marines to mean say that out loud and not actually salute the Marines. Uh, so that was hilarious. And of course, there was deep dives, you know, from the, uh, the, the conspiracy theorists out there that were like, oh, it's because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and the, the army doesn't uh, back him and they're still behind Trump. And there was a whole thing behind that. But uh, they don't recognize him as the actual president. <laughs> like, Yeah, there is a whole I, I got people who was giving me some crazy shit about that. But no, he was obviously just has someone in his ear that day. I'm sure every president does. There's so much going on. But it was fucking funny that he literally out loud just said salute the Marines and then walked in and didn't salute them. That was fucking funny. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, some of the memes coming out are gold. Like, my one of my favorite memes that I've seen, like, you know the uh, dude hiding behind a tree in a, a yellow suit, like, rubbing his hands? You know that yeah. one? Like, they Photoshop uh, Kamala Harris's face uh, over top of it. Oh, when Joe Biden <laughs> coughs. <laughs> yeah, he did. He coughed, like, twice the one day, and in the, in the, he was signing some shit at his desk, and he said something, and he did, like, two small coughs. I think that's what prompted that, but... Yeah, like it's there's no joke that like obviously, you know, he's 78, isn't he? Like it's a matter of time really, like sorry, but like statistically, she's going to probably be president before she has to run for it herself. Like, you know, she's probably going to end up having to take over at some point. I don't imagine he really, you know, crushes it this next 4 years health-wise and everything. It's just not Well, I'm just trying there. to I'm just trying to picture like like because he's like he's like the age of like your grandpa basically right i'm thinking back to my grandpa when he was alive like like would i want that guy running a country it's like no he's sitting there eating black licorice slamming scotch all day like <laughs> yeah. no i don't want this guy yeah. holding his iphone upside down yeah. <laughs> oh i can't get it to work here can you give me a hand <laughs> sir that's a calculator Fuck. my god i can't believe well, whatever. Well, no, 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 no. You can believe because he was the most voted for president of all time. Think of all the presidents there have been, and he's been the one who got the most votes. That makes total sense. Right. Those were not, you know, they weren't not Trump votes. They were definitely Joe Biden votes. So 
Yeah, I think there was a lot of not Trump. It's like, just please not Trump. I think that's literally where that huge wave came from. And it wasn't necessarily like, yeah, I, I didn't know almost anyone who was that fired up about Biden. Like most people who were fired up, even like celebrities and that, they were fired up about, about Kamala. They weren't fired up. No one was fired up about Biden. They're like, yeah, Biden-Harris. Like they're, they're way more excited about her and talking about, you know, being the first, uh, you know, woman and person of color in, in the vice president chair and all that, you know, like that's all I heard about. I didn't hear about, yeah, fucking Biden's the best. I'm so excited for Biden to get it. Like it was just, he's just a, a tool, you know, a cog in the machine uh, to get Trump the fuck out of there. That's what they wanted to do and they achieved it, right? Bev, what's this uh, super PAC that you have? Yeah, so this is, um, so basically uh, this is interesting. I just saw this pop up because these guys, like, the, I fucking hate this, these people. But anyway, so the Lincoln Project's basically a bunch of former um, Republican strategists, all failed. Important to note, they're all failed strategists. I don't think any of them actually got anyone where they were supposed to go. So keep that in mind. But anyway, so they're all these Republican strategists. They didn't like Trump. So then they they were trying to basically form this super PAC called the Lincoln Project to try and get Biden elected. So they basically just ran all these super trashy like um, attack ads against Trump and stuff like that. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily I don't think they were really that effective. I mean, like there was again, these guys are very bad at what they do. But you can you can see. You could understand why they were doing it because when you uh, just going through this article, like they were just talking about how the one guy, I think he, uh, this this Galen fellow, what's his name here, um, Reed Galen, he's he's uh, basically charged out twenty four million dollars of the super PAC money back into his consulting firm. So it's just it was just a way for them to try and milk some money out of all this, and like you know they get behind like all the uh, the donors for Biden and stuff because it's dumb money, right? They'll just like they don't care what's. Uh, you know what your project is as long as you're you know you're anti-trump they'll give you money so they dump all this money in they uh, siphon a bunch of it out and they run like they have their little shitty campaigns they're running you know they pump some money into facebook campaigns and all this crap but you know just in there yeah you know oh here it is that uh, galen's firm reaped just over 24 million dollars from the project during the 2020 election cycle so it's just a you know get rich quick scheme and it worked beautifully for these guys but yeah, here's like the like the one project they ran. They spent 180 thousand on Facebook ads, like just a bunch of bullshit, basically. But fucking super pack, just... super pack. I'm super packing. That's all I can think about. Sorry. <laughs> it's pretty wild how different it is up here in Canada, where we can. I think it's still 1,200 dollars a year. Like us as an individual citizen or business can donate up to 1,200 dollars maximum. Uh, in Canadian politics, right? Like that's uh, it's up to fifteen fifty now, but yeah, it's low. So it's it's the basically the um, uh, that doesn't really exist in Canada. And there are some ways around it, but it's it's the money's not there because really Canadian politics just doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's <laughs> bottom line. I mean, uh, so I, there's no money behind it, and like and and frankly, and and you get the irony of all this as well, where. Uh, really the only the liberals and the conservatives benefit from it because nobody supports the Green Party and people who support the NDP don't have any money so they have nothing to donate or they don't make enough money so they don't they don't need the uh, the tax write-off so it's it's biggest catch-22 for uh, for the four-party system I guess we've got here in Canada yeah I mean I think the big thing too though is, is just the way we vote you know by not you know you don't go in and vote for Trudeau 
like you vote for the party in your riding, right? So I think it's just even the way that the optically, the way it works in Canada is completely different. So it doesn't even, you get a bunch of money behind it. It wouldn't even matter because the way we vote, you know, it doesn't even really apply. Yeah. Like I, uh, I don't know. Every time you vote, you look and see who your, who your person is like, you know, you never know. And I might vote differently based on where I live versus what I think about who I want to run the country too, right? Like that's oh, 100%. Like who's going to be good for this area? Yeah. We just listen to that thing or go on their website and look at what they stand for like, oh, I don't stand for any of this. Absolutely not. Like even though I've <laughs> lifelong voted this way, no, no, yeah. I'm changing. Like I do not care. Like you are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I won't I won't give away where I live, but you know, I'm typically conservative leaning and uh my guy here is a fucking clown. So like, I just don't want to vote for him. Like, so that's, you know, that's the way it is. Right. So that's, that's probably a lot of people in that boat. Right. And maybe I don't want Trudeau running the country necessarily, but I also don't want this fucking ass clown running my neighborhood. You know, yeah, so. Exactly. Well, I think the irony of all the Canadian stuff is like, even if you are, you know, Trudeau running the country, like he doesn't really like, there's not a whole lot to, to run, you know, like just through the structure like the he doesn't have the same power like a president does in the US, right? He doesn't have anything close to it. He's basically no different than your MP. He just happens to run the you know, he's he's got the, the top seat in the party, but still everything's gotta be passed through the party through I don't know, you, there really just isn't a whole lot to it. You're basically the spokesman, basic pretty much. Yeah. Oh, the best thing about being prime minister is to pick your buddies to get lifelong uh uh oh, seats in oh, the Senate. Yeah. That's that's the best thing best part about being prime minister that's why any anybody listening who's planning on being prime minister uh, come come find me i'll take you to lunch yeah yeah we'll take care of you don't worry take you on a boys weekend have a good time <laughs> well speaking so i i guess while we're on the canadian politics and trudeau and all that uh so they back in may uh, uh the liberals announced they're gonna ban um 1500 making models of various uh, firearms that are uh, allegedly quote-unquote assault style weapons um so basically so on the screen right now we've got it's a, a cbc article the picture of some uh, ar-15 rifles so your typical military style rifle uh, so now they're trying to figure out how they're going to do the buyback program for that and a bunch of countries have done buybacks i think australia there, Australia and New Zealand, I think both actually did uh, buybacks on their, uh, uh, you know, on this type of, of firearm years and years ago. And of course, it didn't go over well and you know, people didn't get compensated well. Because these are it, just as a bit of background, like a, a low end AR-15 is probably about $2,000 in Canada. And like most of them, if you get a decent one, it's four to $5,000. So, you know, are they... But for American listeners, like, it's, you cannot have fully automatic... Uh, mm -hmm. weapons at all and your magazine size is limited to four right is it three five. or four five so it's yeah it's you get five rounds and a semi-automatic uh well i think uh, it's either five or ten actually actually shit what is it well i call it five yeah call it, uh you're gonna get fucking swat guys coming in your ceiling <laughs> fucking searching this shit <laughs> Yeah, uh, but that that's the legal thing. Also, so if you own uh, want to own a handgun here in Canada, five rounds. There you go. So you can have five rounds legally. So they're going to ban legal gun owners that can have magazines that can handle five rounds. Uh, if you want to own a handgun here in Canada, 
you number one have to go pass your extra classes to get certified that you can handle a handgun. Then you have to go become a member of a gun range, go to their place. They vet you that you use their guns and then the gun rage themselves actually applies for your gun license they're like oh yeah this guy here over here this girl over here yeah they're okay they're they don't seem crazy they can get a gun and then you can go buy a gun then you have to tell the police every time you want to move your gun anywhere like i need to take my gun i want to go to the gun range on tuesday next week i need to call up the police station like hey i'm gonna take my uh my gun and i'm gonna go to the shooting range i want to be there for three o'clock and they come back and like yeah that's okay so you can go and take your gun at that time or they can actually say no you're not allowed to take your gun at that time you have to wait it is extremely 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 tight gun laws but for whatever reason the liberals have a hard on for this buyback program whatever because there is an increase in gun violence and I'm sure that all those guys, those handguns and automatic weapons, you know, were legally purchased here in Canada. Like, absolutely oh not. God, like, they're coming yeah. across the border from the states, like one million percent. That's where they're coming from. Well, there's just a uh, there's just an article the other day of some like Toronto rapper who uh, who is uh, uh, he had a warrant out of uh, Ontario, so he fled to the U.S. He was there illegally. Then they got pulled over outside of like Duluth or something like that. And he had a um, like duffel bags filled. I think he had like 400 guns of various types. Uh, and he was he was heading right to the border. He's just gonna you know cross the border somewhere and then take it down to Toronto and sell them. So I mean that's how it's coming in, and everybody knows it. But the problem is that's that's difficult to enforce because now you're well. First off, you're going after you know like uh, like a mi- like minorities, and you're going after uh, you know like criminals. So that's that's harder to do. Um, versus just going after legal gun o- owners where it's easy. You can implement policy and then they're going to follow it. And then boom. So yeah, you can measure the results of your, your investment of your policy. But you know, if you, if you do the, go the hard route of actually trying to stop that root problem, it's hard to measure and you probably, you may not be successful. So like politically it's a safer move just to do, go after the legal. Yeah. My favorite thing about like owning a gun in Canada too, is like, you have all the rules about where to keep the gun and where to keep the ammo and lock this and lock that. Like then if, if you're buying it for quote unquote home protection, like if you really were going to have to try and protect yourself with a firearm in your house, you literally have to run around the house, assembling the gun. <laughs> like wait, <laughs> wait there, wait there. And it's illegal. You can't use a gun in Canada for home protection. Nope. Illegal. Can't do that. But if you, just like you said, if you were to do it, yeah, your gun is locked up and trigger locked somewhere else. And then in a completely separate space, you got your ammo. <laughs> yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, just wait here, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's so Kill some dumb. DVDs or something while I, while I yeah. set this fucker up. Yeah, like the biggest thing about this, like, oh, it's the buyback. But what they're sneaking in there, and I guess this article doesn't touch on it, or maybe it does, is uh, they're putting a, a part of the, the legislation being that mu- individual municipalities can ban permanently banned handguns. So even legal gun owners cannot legally own their restricted firearms that they're fully licensed for, that they did all the proper paperwork that they've done everything for. They can be like, Oh yeah, your municipality no longer allows handguns. Yeah, that's it. And they're giving, they want to give that power to the, uh, individual uh, municipalities. It just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense it, at all, really. Like just, I don't know, you in, ooh, in, increase policing a little bit. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Like, what the... No, man, we gotta defund the police, didn't you hear? <laughs> Fuck. The best... Th- just to touch on that for a second. Yeah, definitely increased policing would make a lot more sense. But I remember when that whole defund the police thing was huge. And the the Toronto police chief like went on their online thing and was just like, do you people have any idea like how underfunded we fucking are already? Like it's we need we need to be like funded like probably fucking twice as much or more to, to actually be effective. And you guys are now calling for us to be un- unreal. Like anyone who actually know, understands how any of this works, you know, understands that that's none of this is the solution at all. Right. Like that's basically what we're getting to. This is not a solution to the problem that they're proposing. That's well, half measures. That's what they do with everything. The COVID response is a half measure. This is a half measure. Just, they just, they're scared to do, to, to, to risk, to put it, to actually try anything and, and risk, uh, risk failure. They're just scared shitless to do it. Yeah. Speaking of the old vid, today's uh, day one uh, for most of Ontario, uh, with shit opening up more uh, as well, which is also I found out that the uh, municipalities were individually responsible for what color code they'd be opening up at. So despite the fact that, say, where I live, you know, with this many cases a few months ago would have been like green or yellow. We still opened at red because they actually opted that to do that for uh, for this area. So uh, that was kind of interesting. I didn't know that was, that was different this time around. But you know what? I should have assumed it. Because every single time we, we come in or out of a lockdown, there's a whole new set of rules and fucking, yeah. you know, <laughs> things they make up every time. But uh, day one, day one of, of being sort of kind of open-ish. So, Well, like I'm going to uh, a funeral in a couple of days. And uh, yeah, there we're actually allowed to have it. I know I, I, I was supposed to go to a funeral um, uh, back in the last lockdown, like back in last spring. And... We couldn't because there were only allowed 10 people there uh, and that 10 people includes the funeral home staff and like okay that's fine i'll just wait in the car then like that's okay i'll just wait in the car nope not allowed to do that either you can't be anywhere in the car in the anywhere around the property so you just have to wait let those 10 people do their thing and now at least they open up more like whatever it is 25 or 35 people i guess an individual region set their own things but I'm curious if it's going to be inside or outside of really like it's, it's freezing here <laughs> in Ontario right now, like that big polar vortex. But uh, yeah, it's, it's weird how the red and orange and green and yellow or whatever. Yeah. There is a yellow, isn't there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all mean different things than they did before. Like they're just constantly changing what everything is like, oh, okay. It's back to red with modifications though. And this mm-hmm. is what the new modification. And you're, you're now in gray lockdown, but stuff is kind of open now. That's the new one, too. So lockdown is not lockdown. So I think, honestly, what they're doing is slowly adding more to each category every time, right? Like, they, they're slowly just going to be like, you know, they're, they got to appease people. They got to look like they're, you know, really cracking down for public health. But, like, they're not stupid. They need to run the fucking economy. So, yeah, of course, they're changing the goalposts every time right so well just imagine one of these uh counties or these health units had like a you know like a trump style guy who's just like yeah yeah the hell with it we're gonna open green we're fine you know well like they did open up green in like uh renfrew county prince edward county and uh kingston kingston and uh like you saw in the news like places like oh yeah we're busy we don't want people from out of town blah 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 like Okay, you're telling me that a restaurant that's been closed f- 
for however many months that's finally open again is going to be checking people's IDs and turning people away. Not a chance. Like there, yeah. there's no <laughs> way, not a chance. Tell me those malls that are finally opening up again are going to be checking IDs. Like you're going into oh. a club or something like that. So, no way. I was at a Cadillac Fairview mall today, uh, day one. And the only thing that was different is they have hired security people at every door now to actually uh, make you either show them on your phone that you've completed their online uh, questions or they actually get you to answer your, those questions about have you been in the country, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that was the only difference. Other than that, everything was completely normal. It literally looked like in, like we had never locked down. <laughs> so, so our stores open then in the mall? and Yeah, yeah. Like it's, everything's open. If, if you're not in, if you're in a red zone, everything's open at whatever the capacity was before. Well, so. that's different. Oh my God. That's way different than the last red zone then. Yeah. It, like, okay. So you yeah, can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Restaurants are only allowed like five to 10 people, depending on their size uh, for dine in. So I would imagine anyone who's running a small restaurant it's probably not worth their while to pay a server to serve those people. So I think probably uh, still getting that 75% wage subsidy from the feds. So yeah, yeah. I will see. I'm sure some will, some won't. I mean, anyone who has a, you know, an effective strategy around takeout and it's, and it's working for them. I imagine, you know, they're probably going to stick with that for the time being until they're able to open more tables and stuff too, like bars and stuff like that. I can't imagine they want to open for five people. Like, so it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm sure, you know, each individual business has to make their own decision as to whether that's worth it for them or not. And I think it's going to depend on a bunch of different factors, obviously. So have any of you got like, so here in Ontario now you can order booze to go from uh, restaurants. I've never done it because there's Always no fucking way I paid $15 a drink to go drink it at my house. Like absolutely <laughs> not. But I mean, have you guys ever done that i no. i saw the sign the other day and i pointed that out to my wife i was just like this is the stupidest shit i ever seen like are they still charging like bar and grill fucking prices for this beer like i literally i was in a mall sorry i was in a in a parking lot and one restaurant had like booze to go sign and then the, uh three units down was it was a lcbo so i'm like why the fuck would i come <laughs> here and get their fucking 15 you know in a cup beer and take it home and I could just go buy a can of probably exactly the same beer. Yeah, and it's all the craft beers too, which all taste the same. So it's not even worth paying the extra 30%. Oh, do we want uh, 30% hops, 40% hops? What do you got going on here? <laughs> Yo, is is the craft beer craze still going on? Like, I haven't drank beer in years, but I mean, like, is it still still going on? Like, I know a guy who only will drink, like, micro brews, and that is it. Like, he... And then uh, what did, was it Mill Street? Mill Street was like, they were independent for a long time and then they got bought by like Labatt's or somebody. And uh, once he found out that that happened, uh, that acquisition, he stopped drinking it. It's like, does it taste different now because it's owned by a large company? Like, unfucking real uh, it, I actually switched. I did like the opposite. Like I just stopped drinking. Like I don't buy craft beers. Like well, every once in a while I'll go buy some like locally if, if we're like near a near one or whatever. But generally don't buy them anymore because they I don't know. Like I'm like we're on a the Ontario dot website and we're just going through all these like stack brewing. I've had a bunch of their beers. 
uh, Four Fathers Brewing Company had a bunch of those. They all fucking taste the same. Walkerville <laughs> Brewery, you know, Royal City's got some some nice unique ones, but you know, a lot of the, you know all the ones they usually carry taste the same. You know, I don't know. There's nothing. Nothing. I'm such a casual. Like I'm I'm a liquor guy anyway, but like when I drink beer, like I have a couple and that's about it, and then I you know have something else usually. Um, so I don't give a fuck. Like you could be like a twenty dollar can of you know, this most, the, you know, micro brew fucking craft thing ever. And you could give me like a can of Molson Canadian and I'll be fucking happy. <laughs> like I'll probably like the Canadian more to be honest. Like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to like drink a beer, not eat fucking wheat or whatever the fuck. <laughs> one thing we, uh, we, uh, I really want to try is going to like one of those make your own like, uh, wine and beer place. I know old Rick's going to be doing a make your own wine type thing, but I want to try one of the beer ones where, you know, you go get, go with like, uh, you know, take a keg or whatever, and they fill it up, and you know, see if it's actually any good or not. Because it's like dirt cheap. It's like a hundred. You know, you can get like six cases, six two fours of beer, or the equivalent of that for hundred fifty bucks. They can brew it like any any type that you like. Like if you like like Rickards Red or whatever, they can brew a Rickards Red style. So I wouldn't mind trying it, see if it's actually any good. Because if it is, like yeah, fuck buying all this, uh, you know, Bancroft Brewing and all this bullshit. Like just go to one of those and then that's real small business that's some dude like running it out of like a you know an, an old subway franchise yeah yeah those okay. those people running those you brew places they're not making money like i mean there are always exceptions to that <laughs> like the one that i'm going to go to like imports all, all their juices for their wines from all over Shit. the world do all this stuff there's nothing concentrate all this stuff. i'm sure they're making money off of it oh it's an expensive business bud you gotta buy all those fucking uh tubs you know gotta go to home depot and buy all the fucking tubs to make it in because <laughs> <laughs> they especially thing to start it, it's more complicated than you think so i uh a couple of years ago i bought juices i'm like you know what i'm gonna make it myself i'm gonna make it in my basement i'm gonna do everything legit so bought all the equipment bought a bunch of like these juices not even concentrate i bought concentrates too and i gave up after the first round like because it just it's, it's such a bitch it's such a bitch yeah. and like i don't know <laughs> where in the process i fucked up and you don't know that you fucked up until months later and it's too late when you accidentally made windex instead you're like fuck <laughs> What's i made on? one batch it was okay i made another batch and <laughs> Like by the like, I drank a couple bottles. I'm like, okay, it's kind of juicy still. And by the end of it, it was like Jolly Ranchers and vodka. I'm like, okay, clearly I got some bacteria in there. I didn't <laughs> clean something properly, or I added too much yeast, or I have it's too hot or too cold, or I have no fucking idea. Yeah, it's a science for sure to, to actually make it work and not taste like shit. It's, uh... Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't think it should be that hard. Like, I mean, thousands of years, our ancestors were like brewing shit and getting fucked up on it like i, I felt like i should do it too uh, clearly it's just not for me. <laughs> well they just found a uh, they just found an old uh brewery actually i think it was in like egypt or something like that or syria but anyway it was an old uh, uh brewery it had all the big like fermentation vats and all that that were still kind of like you know, you know in pieces or whatever but it was all still kind of there uh, anyway, but just on a side note, if uh, uh, any of the, the listeners are thinking about, uh, you know, listen to that last segment and thought, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't start my craft brewery. I think craft cidery is where it's at because there's not nearly as many of them. 
uh, and you can I think you can attract a broader market because you can get the beer drinker by you know make it make it more hoppy or whatever adds add some some grain to it or something make it a little more grainy and you know, you know beer drinker will like it and uh, you know make it a little sweeter or whatever you can attract some wine drinkers that you can get uh, kind of get the best of both worlds with ciders and there aren't nearly as many and it's easy to like flavor them like one of the ones like uh, I really like is Heartwood they flavor they have like a jalapeno flavored one and all that like I think that that's a no brainer. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, speaking of like Hartwood, like that's, that place seems legit. Like, I mean, it, it looks like a hobby thing that turned into something way more, but I mean, everyone loves it. Like it's great. Looks, looks really good. And like this for our viewers, like looking at Ontario craft cider members, like the different, uh, colors of this map are, are the growing zones for orchards, right? Like that's, that's what that is. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And look at Southern Ontario. Like there's such, such space for it. Like around Prince Edward County, there are three uh, members of the Saturday. Like that's crazy. Like that's wine country. And then you got the other wine country down in Niagara. Like those are the two air quotes wine country areas in Ontario, really. Uh, But like how there's not more around Prince Edward County beyond me. Like there should be because apples are cheap as hell way cheaper way easier to go than grapes i could imagine like have you uh ever brewed your own cider bev yeah i've done it uh two or three times the first the first time it actually came out really good it actually worked uh worked nicely then the second time i think there must have been bacteria in there because every time i drink it i get like gut rock uh, gut rot basically (laughs) and then Then the third time, it actually came out. It came out too strong, so it was more of a wine, pretty much, just because I I like double or tripled up the sugar because I wanted to get uh, want to get a little more intense on it, and uh, that was that was a bad move. But uh, the first time when I actually followed the recipe and followed the instructions, uh, it came out beautifully. Yeah, drink the first bottle at home, eh? Make sure that it's all good before you start taking it places and giving it to people and shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I made this wine. It's gonna be great. You're fucking poisoning your whole family. Very Christmas. Homemade wine and beers that like yeah, yeah, you're pretty safe. Like homemade liquor. Like is that legal here in Canada? Like I have I no know. idea. I don't I don't think so. Like I don't know if we talked about this on the pod before. I know I've talked about it in the past. And I just think it's the most ridiculous thing in the world because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And the first Learn part, to moonshine.com. Sorry. Yeah, the first part <laughs> the first part of uh, uh making like liquor and everything like it's ethanol but methanol comes off first like that's that's poison like that's like ethanol is poison too but i mean like it's poison poison like you go blind on that shit and uh bev was it you who was talking to someone like oh how do you like it was brewing like oh how do you know uh when uh when it's going to switch from methanol to ethanol and what was their answer i think it's the best thing ever uh, if you don't remember i, can I can't remember it. yeah oh oh you'll know was the response <laughs> oh you'll oh, know that it, guy it changes yeah yeah that, that, that one. That just so like, what do you dumb. mean you'll know like yeah. i don't fucking know i have no idea <laughs> when you can't run your car off it anymore then you know you're good <laughs> Uh, so what are we looking at here, Beth? Uh, so I just pulled up on the screen. Basically, you need to, uh, if you want to distill uh, spirits, you need to fill out this license and registration application. So it's like, what's your like business number? And like, what's your, uh, tell us about the business, what's your social and secure, uh, security number and licenses and all this bullshit. Like, 
I don't know. I, I, I saw another one here. It's like called my local police department about le- legality of distilling in Ontario. And I bet you it'll say they couldn't give less of a shit. I'm sure they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're out there selling, unless you you, know, you just open up a little lemonade stand and you're s- selling homemade gin, then that's probably the only selling time. Selling it you might in care. fucking uh, in bags like fucking trailer park boys and their fucking <laughs> bag liquor from the forest. <laughs> if you knew how to do it, like liquor's cheap, like it, it it is so cheap. Like, and the only reason it's so expensive, like here in Canada, is it's whatever eighty to ninety percent tax. It's all taxes. Like that's why it's expensive. The liquor itself is not the expensive part. Bottling is not expensive. It's just it's a money grab. Like that's all it is. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, like a wine bottle is like a, a buck ten, and then the cork. Yeah, it's dirt cheap. Well, you see it right when you go traveling. Yeah, you yeah buying uh, bottles of wine in Portugal for less than two two euros. Like not like just. Buying some bottles. I remember seeing the same bottle. It was 15 bucks here. Like yep. It was fucking two euros over there. And I remember uh, it. Oh, half God. a euro, you could buy the uh, the table wine, and it oh. comes in the same box that they sell broth in. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, I definitely uh, might have definitely drank that whole thing, and uh, that was not a good time. That was not a good time. <laughs> I love Splurge. that. Just like, here, get your table wine. Yeah, yeah. That's great. But, yeah, table wine. It was like six, like a liter for 60, whatever, 60 cents, 60. Yeah. But even like you go to the U.S. or whatever, you do like the duty-free on your way back. Like you can get like name brand big shit like from there that, you know, stuff you would buy here and like less than half the price usually when you're doing that like that's oh, when yeah. you see it you're like oh fuck i remember when i was uh 21 22 uh i was down in california gone like okay we're gonna drink tonight we're gonna go out i go to the uh pharmacy and buy a 60 of canadian club imported from canada and it was 17 dollars. like what in the yes, fuck sir. is this it's 55 bucks up here and they shipped it down from Canada, imported from Canada down there, seventeen dollars for a yeah. sixty. Like that's it's buddy Walgreens on Huntington Beach in fucking Cali. That's I did exactly the same thing. It was good for the fucking weekend. It's great. So cheap, man. Everything's so cheap. Unreal. Fucking Target. You can go to Target and fucking buy that shit. Like it's everywhere. Now in the states is like good quality scotches cheap too. Um, not really. I think like the, the scotches are more like a fixed price. Like I'm actually, I'm just checking now. Like when I used to go to, um, the States all the time, I would go to this liquor store. Um, and they had like, this guy had everything. Whoops. No. So I just wanted to check, but I think like they're all kind of fixed at a certain price. Oh, he doesn't have it online. So yeah. So like something like scotch, which is a lot more controlled. Um, I think that'd be more fixed, but you could get like any, all all kinds of different beers, super cheap vodkas, gins, like just cheap as hell. Yeah. So that's, that's what I want. Like I'm, I'm loving the scotch now into the scotch, not loving paying for scotch. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm going down to the States and you know, you can bring back a bottle duty, uh, duty free, uh, after it, yeah, I'm a hundred only, only going to bring scotch back. It's still a little bit cheaper though. It's not like significantly cheaper like other stuff, but I, I do remember like I always pick up my, uh, my dad, like a bottle of scotch every time that he, cause he usually, he's usually the guy who picks me up from the airport if I'm going away for work or whatever. And I always give him a bottle of scotch and, uh, it's, it is like, it's cheaper, but it's not as drastic as other stuff for sure. But it is still cheaper if you go duty free for sure. Mm. 
I wonder how long like uh, LCBO is going to last. You know, like all the grocery stores got everything now too, though. Like, like every every grocery store around me has 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 liquor and and wine and beer. Like, not liquor. Sorry, uh, wine and beer. Sorry. Wine and beer. Oh, oh yeah. I guess they've had the wine in the uh, stores here for a while in those separate stores, right? Or can the yeah. actual grocery store sell? No, it's wine in the separate like stores that. for that. Okay. But the the beer and shit they have like just out now, right? Like it's the yeah. side of fucking you know pizza pockets or whatever in the freezer. Yeah. Well, what are we looking at uh, here, Bev? Oh, it's just I was just curious. I went to the uh, uh, Frog uh, website. I'm just seeing what they got for uh, for what their prices are looking like. Uh, also, one thing I noticed too, I love how uh, when uh, you can choose between the pound and the euro, the euro shows the uh, German flag. Very appropriate. <laughs> oh man! Uh, just yeah, I'm just having a quick pass here. See what they got. I would never guess that that's pronounced LaFrog. That looks fucking dick. Yeah, but that was for their 25 year was 380 euros on their website. So 500 bucks. <laughs> Actually, I think, uh, yeah, because I think I've got, uh, I think I got the quarter cask. I think I paid like 80 bucks for the quarter cask Canadian. That's wild. Yeah. That's. Oh no! This yeah, this is the one I've got here. The ten-year-old cask, fifty-five. Yeah, I paid eighty bucks Canadian. They've got for fifty-five pounds on their uh, their website. They got um a lot of cool Wait, merch that, on there too. Is that the too. pound side? Yeah. 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 And then what would it be in euro? Let me switch over there. Let's see. Because if that's the case, then that's a that's a good price. Like just like you said. Boys, I couldn't. Oh help no, that was. Oh, sorry, that was euro. That was euro. Is then pound? Uh, come on. Oh, I guess. What the hell? This is a very weird website. Okay, yeah, British. Now that's that's the pound. Um, where the hell did it go? Forty-five. Okay, yeah, forty-five pounds, about eighty bucks Canadian. Yeah. So, hey, there you go. So I guess it's not marked up on scotches, but it is marked up on just regular vodkas and everything huh. well i think we're uh definitely winding down a little bit here but one thing i did notice on their website they have a lot of really cool merch but you know what is even cooler than their merch our merch at qualitypiles.com oh see how i did that there boys see? yeah that's a that's nice plug i like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. why don't you uh why don't you pull it up there oh oh, 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 oh what's that we're live boys there we go. Oh, we got winter gear too. If you're freezing at home, come on down. We got uh, we got our toques here with the cuffed beanie, very well priced. Quality paws. I gotta. I'm gonna pick up one of these hats. Actually, I'm in the market for a new hat with uh, red and white lettering. So <laughs> yeah, that's your jam for sure. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, we're gonna get some of these shirts for the boys for sure. I'm excited to rep the pod for sure. Summer, we got summer vibes going on. Nice, yeah. Women's uh, women's racer back tank. Nice. Don't worry, all shirts are uh, unisex. No problem there. Yeah, uh, unisex. Yeah. Nobody's folks. having sex here, boys. They're <laughs> Fucking unsexed. And we're gonna have a ton of more stuff in the future too. But yeah, these are just our just firing it up. And... Oh, you know we uh, you know what we should do. We'll get some. Uh, we should get quality piles. Uh, uh, like uh, glassware. Oh, like like rocks glasses. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. 
Oh, I like the sound of that. Or maybe maybe a craft beer glass. Who knows? <laughs> well, uh, check us out. Support the cast at qualitypiles.com. Qualitypiles with an S. And we also have all our links to all of our, uh, all of our latest episodes and everything there for you. So check us out. And, uh, yeah, take advantage of our shitty Canadian dollar, you know? Buy some, buy some I mean, merch. if you're American, these are basically free shirts. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, everyone, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys again soon.